0: Welcome everybody to the Off the Tracks podcast, our first post-win edition this season. I am your host, the publisher of Boiler Upload, Travis Miller, and with me today, after a long weekend on the road, is Jace Jellison. How you doing, Jace?
1: I'm hanging in there by a thread. Honestly, can't <laughs> wait to sleep tonight. It was it, it was a long day up there or down there. I'm sure. I mean, we'll talk about it in a minute. I'm just happy The game's finally over, and and I got to go back home. (laughs) Yeah, and unfortunately,
0: you did not have Reindeer Shuttle to give you the ride back from Blacksburg, but they will take you from West Lafayette to the Indianapolis or O'Hare International Airports. We thank them for sponsoring us, as always, because driving to the airport sucks. And our guest this evening is uh, Corey Sheet coming to us from Tampa. How are you doing today, Corey?
2: I'm all right, and yourself?
0: I am good. I'm good. Everything feels better after a win, doesn't it?
2: Yes, it does. (laughs)
0: <laughs> I actually, uh, I was curious talking about this being a road win and everything since the start of the 2021 season, Purdue is 10 and six away from Ross aid stadium. Mm. And in the previous 10 years, they only had 10 wins away from Ross aid stadium.
1: <laughs> wow. So, crazy.
0: so it, it is nice to see this. And I know in 2021, they won five games away from Ross aid for the first time in 75 years. Wow. <laughs> So, how about that, man? How How was it uh, in the stadium yesterday, Jace? Uh, just, you were there a while, let's see.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I got there just before 9, and I didn't leave until, like, 11.45, I think. So, I was in there for a good 15, whatever that was, 15 hours. Um, Damn. I mean, the atmosphere inside the stadium it didn't reach my expectations. Cause I know I talked about it last week. I was so pumped up for inner Sandman and they had to kind of modify it um, because the start of the game got pushed back. So they did it while Virginia tech was on the sidelines. Um, so, I mean, it was still really cool to see that many people jumping up and down and, and singing that song, but um, it wasn't necessarily what I expected. And then, I mean, after that six hour delay, I don't blame all those people that decided to pack it in and go home. They're, there might have been a thousand people in there.
0: Really? It it looked like it was about half full when they started back up.
1: Maybe it started growing and I just wasn't paying attention. I was focusing on the field too much, but I mean as 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 you could imagine, there's so many people left and <laughs> I don't blame them one
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Now Corey,
0: have you ever had to go through anything like that in your career at any level?
2: Um it actually happened at Purdue one time. Um I forget who we were playing. I think we were playing Michigan State at home.
0: That sounds about right. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken, yeah.
2: my 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 junior or senior year, and as a player, you just depending on what type of player you are, if you if you one of those guys that got to stay locked in, then doing it for what was it six hours or just a- yeah, <laughs> that's that's kind of hard. But if you're one of those guys that can turn it on and off then that little delay is – it just keeps you antsy and everything. But, yeah, that only happened to me one time, and I was in the locker room having fun with the uh, with the recruits. They was bringing me chicken and stuff. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, it's important to keep your energy up. Yeah. You never know when you're going to have to go back out there. Yeah.
2: So,
0: <laughs> what was the process? How often were they giving you guys updates on anything, Jace?
1: I mean – I think we got three total updates while we were up there, in all honesty. Um, most of it was just like hearing things down the grapevine, but um, they came over the the announcement system and said that they're going to have an announcement at 3. They ended up not having that announcement until like 3.30, and they said they're going to reevaluate at 4.30. Um, then they came back on and said that uh, they're going to resume at 6.15, so... It was a lot of just sitting there waiting. We got some pizza. I walked around the concourse after, after the weather had cleared up. But, I mean, I wish I had saved the picture on my phone. That field was completely underwater. I believe I it. They mm. like it. And I think Purdue either had or still has that draining system. That's what Virginia Tech has. So, like, yeah. when, I, when I was walking to media after the game, it, it felt like normal yeah i was
0: listening on the radio and uh they said that they got like four and a half inches of rain in two hours or something wow it was yeah boring yeah and they were worried about if the field was going to be unplayable but then right before they right before they started the game back up uh they did like the sideline report and they're like yeah this field's in great shape they were (laughs) shocked
1: yeah and you didn't you didn't really see anybody like slipping and falling or anything like that, so that was that was good, just for players, yeah. player safety at the very least.
0: Absolutely, and well, oh, let's talk about the game itself. Uh, mm-hmm. How about the running game? Uh, what did you see from Maccabee on this one, Corey? Uh, had some pretty solid runs, and he just he stuck with it.
2: I mean, yeah, he had. The, this is one of those games you got to grind it out. He didn't have a bunch of big runs, but he had those. 10 15 yarders that adds up to a lot. And in a game like this, when it's raining, you gotta rely on your running back. And uh I also discovered uh my one of my other new favorite running backs, uh Tracy Jr.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, Tyrone Tracy.
2: <laughs> man, that guy, he's lights out too. I I like the <laughs> I like the running back group we got right now, man. It's it's good to see.
0: Oh, yeah, and uh, Tra- Tracy had a big touchdown run, I know, and he had another big run. I think it was uh, it was on the final touchdown, wasn't
1: it, K- Jace? Yeah, I believe that's right. I mean, him moving a running back has been a godsend for Purdue because last week he punched it in from a yard out after Purdue had failed like five or six times in a row at the goal line, uh, kind of got them through and got them a score, and then today – or uh, yesterday – um, had a big touchdown run and four carries for fifty-one yards. <laughs> I mean, he's showing how explosive he is, not to mention the kickoff return he had last week. Yeah.
0: And and that touchdown probably is a touchdown from anywhere on the field because he'd split the he split mm-hmm. the defense right there before the goal line. And he was gonna go a long way no matter where
2: it was. Yeah, wasn't nobody gonna catch him.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what happened last week on the on the kickoff return, too, is he he gets that step and he's gone, man. Mm-hmm. It's uh it's good
2: to see some explosiveness on the offense
0: and, and not just the explosiveness i thought it was really critical that after they got the go-ahead touchdown they were able to kill a lot of the clock on the ground uh they they didn't get a score on the next drive but they got two or three first downs they really put the pressure on virginia tech flipped the field and then uh finished it with a nice first down run so not just the explosiveness but being able to uh Work that clock, and as you've said before, Corey. Oh, I gotta take my time. I need three or four guys to help me get up over here.
2: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Especially in a wet game, you don't want to touch the ground. So, hey somebody come pick me up. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: what did you think overall of Hudson Card's play yesterday, Jace? A uh, little bit, a uh, little bit better, I think, on the running. A little bit more decisive, and that touchdown was a very well designed, uh, designed run for him.
1: Yeah, it just it's weird because he did he had a a solid game. It wasn't anything too spectacular, of course, um, but he did improve. He was a lot more accurate. Co- completed sixty eight percent of his passes. I think it was fifty seven percent last week. Um, a little bit more decisive. Didn't have those big big plays like they had last week in the passing game with Dion Burks. And I think the the two from Dion Burks um, that ended up leading to touchdowns. Um I thought he did well. Uh it does still feel like there's something whether it's the play calling, them not having that chemistry yet, a little hesitation. There's something there that's making them not be able to click all the way. Yeah. So I I, I can't that too. I can't quite put my finger on it. It's a weird little thing, but um I think it's a little bit of hesitation on Hudson's part. Um but I mean once they figure that out, I think I think this, this offense could really get going because they've shown flashes like we've seen, but um, it's just about being consistent and putting together a full 60 minutes. I haven't been able to do that. I mean, you look at Saturday, um, did really well in the first quarter, that first drive, um, ended up putting up 17 um, with the with the delay in the middle, and then they just they just went dry. I think they went. Oh six or oh seven on third on third downs and between the second and third quarter, uh, picked yeah. him up a little bit in the fourth, uh, but the defense really bailed him out. If we're yeah. about it, I, I think so too. Oh, it,
0: it, you you talk about that, uh, you know that what is off? It seemed like there's a couple of the run to plays, run plays are just really slow to develop. What are you seeing there, Corey, as a former player?
2: Say that one more time.
0: There's a couple of run plays that just looked like they were really, really slow to develop, and I think that that's part of what Jace is talking about with the hesitation. What did you see there?
2: I mean, I, I didn't notice that right off the bat. I'm going to go back and watch the game again just to take a, take a look at that. But uh, um, you can attribute that to the weather, to be honest with you. It's guys getting in and out of their stances, the long delay, trying to get revved back up. That could be it. Or it could be the play calling is just getting stale and guys trying to figure out what to do during this game. It's, it's a chess match, so you can expect some lackluster areas, I, I feel like.
0: Mm-hmm. But still got the win, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, you mentioned the defense, Jace. Wow, that I – Aside from that stretch of about the last seven minutes of the first half, they were lights out, man. Especially, I did not know if you saw this graphic, Corey. The defense gave up 11 rushing yards on the day, and it is the fewest number of rushing yards Purdue has ever surrendered in a road game.
2: That's wild.
0: Yeah. I mean... They, they were on it, and uh, Jenkins, he had a couple of sacks, I think. Uh, I know Scorton had a huge one late uh, that made Virginia Tech punt right after Purdue had taken the lead again. Man, what what did you see there, Jace? How impressed were you?
1: Yeah, they looked they looked night and day better from last week, in all honesty. Um, like you mentioned, some of the – some of the same issues are still going to be there throughout the year. I don't think those are going to go away just just because of the personnel that Purdue has back there um, and what they're asked to do. They're asked to do a lot. I mean, it's all man coverage. You're on an island with these receivers, and cornerback's probably the hardest position in football. I don't know if Corey would agree with that, but I, I, I kind of seem to think that it – that it is. Yeah, um,
2: I would agree. It's, it's been something going around on the internet with the wide receivers and cornerbacks yeah. <laughs> arguing. <laughs> <It's> like, <man. laughs>
1: but yeah, um, that the front seven um, obviously played extremely well against the run. Um, there's something that I kind of expected them to be very good against the run, just because you're going to have six guys up there really each each play. Um, five on the line, and then wherever O.C. or, or Yanni Karlaftis are. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it was just a night and day difference. And, I mean, Virginia Tech went on that 17-0 run. I thought that they might not stop scoring the rest yeah. of the game. <laughs> so for Purdue, to, <clears throat> for Purdue to get some stops, especially in the second half, and just come out there and be disciplined, which is something that Coach Walters has talked a lot about, um, especially in the postgame presser. He just said that they were just more disciplined in the second half from what he saw. Obviously, he hasn't watched the tape and everything like that, but um a big step in the right direction. Like I said a minute ago, there's still a lot of things to clean up for them, Um, but it's encouraging to see.
0: Mm-hmm. And you had Scorton, five tackles, three and a half for loss. He had that big sack. Uh Isaiah Nichols, he really showed up. Two tackles for loss I'm seeing here. Jenkins with a sack, brothers with a tackle for loss, uh, and then you got Din- Dylan Thieneman again, you know he's just I- I'm going to go out on a limb and say that if he averages an interception per game, that might be a record <laughs> <laughs> That's That's weird.
2: Weird. Uh, that'd be where uh, I love for the books. <laughs>
0: Well, assuming Purdue goes to a bowl game every year and he plays four years, that's fifty-six interceptions. Yeah. So the school record's only seventeen.
2: I'm gonna say what's the <laughs> what's the uh the cornerback war? he definitely be, he definitely win that one. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, speaking of interceptions, uh Cam Allen had another big one yesterday too. Uh, that was his eleventh of his career and that set up uh Tracy's touchdown, didn't
2: it? Yes, it did. It was good to see. And it's like honestly i would be worried about our defensive secondary because you watch them and then they're missing tackles but then on the flip side they're coming up with picks this is like you're mad at them for one play and then two plays later they come up with a pick and you're like all right it's all forgotten
0: (laughs) (laughs) i was thinking that i was thinking that too because they you know there were some serious moments where you know guys just wide open and able to you know get 20 30 yards and then then they would get a stop or they would get, you know, defense would come up and get a big run stuff and everything else. And there were, I think there were a couple of times where I'll say Virginia tech helped Purdue out with some poor throws.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: but like you also said, Jace, it w- overall, I think the defense was night and day better. And uh, especially against the run, that was your difference in the game.
2: Yeah. holding holding to 11 yards is uh, ridiculous. Making a team <laughs> making a team one dimensional it is, is the biggest part of a game if you can do that shoot that's the big that's easy you're gonna win that one Unless,
0: now have you ever seen a team switch to their backup quarterback for the final uh, game tying drive like they did that was that was shocking
2: i didn't even notice that to be honest with you
0: yeah, they went to the backup, and he was a guy that they've played a little bit, and I think that they've tried to do that thing where they'll give him a series, uh, a game. But they sent him in for the final drive, and when he connected for like 30 yards on that first play, I was just like, ah, oh,
2: damn. Not <laughs> He's been telling them on the sideline, coach, it's open, it's open, put it me in, I bet you I hit it. <laughs> <laughs> But that score, yeah. that's weird. Unless unless it was an injury, I've never seen nothing like that before.
0: Yeah, he came in. Uh, he was only 2-7 on the final drive. But that first one, man, he, he found a guy on a slant right over the middle, and you're just like, ah, oh, man, here we go. I'm glad they had to go 90 yards as opposed to, you know, 40 or something.
2: Right, right. <laughs> oh.
1: The Virginia Tech coach is getting ripped for that. By Hokie fans. So oh, no, like, for going with drones? Yeah. I mean, he. What I'm like you. When he had that first pass, I was like, uh-oh. Purdue might be in some trouble here. And then I think they missed four straight um, near midfield and obviously turned it over on downs.
0: Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, I do think overall the, the defensive secondary was better. I noticed that they keep have. did they have – Thieneman playing so far yeah. off the line of scrimmage against Fresno State because they kept really zooming out and showing Thieneman's like 30 yards behind the line of scrimmage.
2: That's crazy.
1: I was trying to count it out every time that I was like noticing it. And he was around like 20 yards every every single time. But I mean it's kind of worked out for him. He's made he I think he led the team in tackles this week. Did yeah. the same last week. So something's obviously working. going to pick both games. Are they telling him to line up that far? Yeah.
2: So that's in the scheme. Yeah. Boy. It's
1: got to be in the scheme because <laughs> that ain't accidental. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think they're letting a true freshman do that on his own.
2: I mean, right. if they if, 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 yeah, are, right, shit, it's working. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: I I think what's, what's working out for it is they're using his speed – to kind of cover things because he's he's quick i know that mm-hmm. and so that gives him more room to read and react uh he's not going to be up and run support but if the defensive line is able to do what they can and run support i can see where it's beneficial in pass in the passing game and then it's almost honestly it's kind of like a reverse wildcat when you think about it uh you know when the they bring in a running back to run the Wildcat just because that has that extra blocker, and this way you know that the quarterback is not going to be a blocker or anything, so he can kind of read things like the quarterback from back there. I don't know. I'm I'm a basketball guy breaking things down.
2: <laughs> I, <know> <laughs> I was wondering where he was going with that. <laughs> I don't know where the hell I'm going with that. <laughs> that.
0: That's why you're here, Corey. You're here to provide the uh, actual player analysis. So. <laughs> right, right.
2: Oh, man, it was a good win, though. It was, it was good to see Coach got his first win.
0: Yeah, got. I'm I'm glad that he was dried off and then got doused again. Um, <laughs> <by
2: the puck>. <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> oh man. Uh, so you know, kind of what were they saying in the press conference yesterday with just how how difficult it was to do that and get through everything, Jace?
1: Yeah, I mean Nick Scorton basically said that they were just they were even more amped up after the stoppage. Um he's now I had heard conflicting reports, so I don't know if coach Walters told them this to get him juiced up, but Scorton said that Virginia Tech didn't want to play and I had heard that Purdue didn't want to play. Now I can't confirm that either way. They're, just, mm-hmm. they're all just rumors for all I know. Um but I mean they came out they got off to a fast start after that delay. Um, ripped off ten straight, got that Cam Allen pick like you mentioned. um But I mean, in the presser that I felt a, kind of a sense of relief for a lot of them. Just how last week went, um they let it they let it slip out of their fingers, and then they were able to kind of redeem themselves. Blowing a seventeen-point lead, coming back and and showing that resolve to to win in the face of adversity, um, it's big for them, and I think it's going to give them a lot of confidence moving forward.
0: Now they looked a lot more relaxed too. Honestly, I th- mm. I thought they were more relaxed this week than they were last week. Don't you?
1: Yeah, I yeah, I'd I'd have to agree with that. But I mean,
2: I the crowd not being in the game helped.
1: Hmm. Yeah, and
0: and even if. Even if they had the crowd for the full game, that first drive, I think, made a very big statement. Don't you agree, Corey?
2: Yeah, they went up the field like they wasn't even there. It was scripted. We we're going to go to our hand and score. They drew it up, ran it to perfection.
0: I think we also have to mention Max Claire. Uh kind of coming out of nowhere and has been quite effective. Hasn't gotten in the end zone yet, but he led Purdue yesterday with eight receptions for 64 yards. Uh pretty solid for the true fr- He's a true freshman, isn't he, Jace? Redshirt freshman.
1: He's a redshirt, redshirt freshman.
0: I couldn't remember, so but yeah, pretty solid for a freshman. That's uh That's oh, and he had a really big catch. I know on the first drive, I think it was that first third down conversion too, and that was another key aspect. Is the offense was able to convert on third down a couple of times.
1: Oh yeah, most definitely. That's what saved him early on, and and got those drives to continue. Obviously, but Max Clear, I mean, he's kind of turned into Hudson, or he turned into Hudson Card's security blanket on Saturday, Mm -hmm. like that classic Jason Witten type um that the, the NFL guys like to talk about the security blanket for quarterbacks i feel like that's what max claire did on saturday and then um they missed it in the first game and then they miss it later on um against virginia tech but that that little wheel route that he runs mhm i think purdue's going to have a lot of big plays off that because he was he was open the second they hit him the first time for 27 um in the second time I can't remember if it was in the first or second half uh but they just it it nicked his fingertips and and he dropped it or it might have gone for six mhm you
0: know it, it was a solid game out of him solid game for uh Abdul Rahman too he had he had a really big first down not just on the uh, not just on the um touchdown drive I think he had one on the previous drive that got it down to the 40 which helped flip the field for uh, the Ansel punt.
1: Mm. He's been – he's not going to get the the hype and and publicity and all the buzz because he's he hasn't done anything super flashy like a Deion Burks or anything like that. But he's been maybe the most sure-handed guy in that receiving core early on this year. I think he had a similar stat line last week. Um, and, I mean, I remember – during spring ball, Graham Harrell talked a lot about how he's just kind of steady Eddie. Um, he does what he's asked to do and he's got sure hands and he's a veteran presence. I mean, that's exactly what he's shown through two games so far.
0: Absolutely. And, uh, you know, I also got to give credit to Ben Freehill. He makes his first career field goal. Looked like he had the, di- did he have the distance on the one he missed from 50? Cause I think he just missed it. Right.
1: Yeah. Easy. It, w- it would have been good from a little further. I think. <clears throat> Cool.
0: Uh, well, Corey, what what else do you have to say on this one? Uh, what else did you see that you want to highlight?
2: Um, it's, it seems like we have a high-powered offense. To be honest with you, it's, we put up what thirty-five points first game,
0: mm-hmm.
2: and another what thirty points this game. So
0: 24.
2: twenty-four. I'm sorry. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> I'm thinking. I'm, <laughs> I'm thinking of the, uh, the nine again today. <laughs> But, uh,
0: it, it seemed like it was. It seemed like it was feast or famine, though. They were either going three or out, or they were driving the length of the field. And it seems like this is an offense that once they convert a first down or two, that's what really gets them going. Don't you agree?
2: Yes, I, I totally agree with that. And I don't know who right now can stop that. So uh, it's it's good to see.
0: Uh, to me, what was good to see was there was a really good mix of run and the pass, and that's what I think. Uh, Jeff Brom's team's really struggled to do is I think so far at least Walters is a little bit more committed to the run especially if it's working mm-hmm. too right Jace
1: yeah they had 46 runs 34 passes yesterday which Boom. is yeah, part of Je- I don't think Jeff Brom ever did that maybe in that Minnesota game like we talked about earlier or like a <laughs> the bad weather game but yeah. like
2: one, one of those games when Marcus came out, he had it was it was a balanced game.
1: Yeah, I think you're mm-hmm. right.
0: Yeah, because he he ran he had a lot of his first really breakout game last year was at Minnesota, and he him and Downing worked it well in that game.
2: Yeah. Uh, Coach Walker's Sweet. got a balanced offense, and it's, that's that's amazing to see, at, especially at Purdue because it's been so pass heavy in the f- past. Switching through the rock and working. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. Well, I suppose we could take a very quick look at uh, Syracuse this coming week. Uh, how are you feeling going into this one, especially coming out of a win, Corey?
2: Um, it's always good coming off of a win. We're home, right? Or is it another road game?
0: Uh, it is at home, and it is a night game, 7 seven, or 7.30, one of those kickoffs. So.
2: Under the lights, out there goddamn show out. Under the lights. Put them in permanently, nice. right?
0: <laughs> yes, we do have permanent lights. We never got to play under the permanent lights. That's nah. unfortunate.
2: It's, it's it's always fun to play at night at Purdue. It's a different <laughs> different vibe at campus.
0: <laughs> I agree, man. I agree. Uh, Syracuse, pretty solid. They are two and zero, but a couple of blowout wins to start the season, mm-hmm. but not played a huge. Uh, not exactly played the toughest competition. I know they beat Western Michigan this past <clears> week. <throat> and uh, I'm trying to see here who did they beat in week one? I think it was an, oh yeah, Colgate. Yep. So uh, they have the outscored their opposite. Yeah, the toothpaste. <laughs> <laughs> they have outscored their competition so far 113 to seven.
2: <laughs> That's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> but they were, were down seven
0: nothing do this past week.
2: Oh wow! They still, uh, man, still put up what fifty points, <laughs> forty points. Yeah,
0: they, they, yeah, they won forty-eight to seven because they gave up a seventy-five yard run on the second play of the game.
2: Oh, uh, that—that was lack of communication on the defense. <laughs> 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 they caught it sleeping.
0: Well, yeah, I, I would say that they gave up a seventy-five yard run on the first play for, or on the second play of the game, and they only gave up. 22 yards the rest of the
2: game yeah they they, they pissed them all in this ain't gonna happen again <laughs> <laughs>
0: nice. uh you have anything to say on syracuse before we wrap this up jace
1: yeah even though they're playing I mean essentially inferior competition I mean they still got a high powered offense i mean we saw it last year their first first six or so games when they were undefeated and then back half the year they just fell apart um so they're looking at least at least like they've bounced back um i'll be i'll be excited to see how Purdue's defense does against them um i think it'll be the best offense that Purdue's played so far and this may be the best defense that syracuse has played so far so it should make for a pretty intriguing matchup
0: I agree, and I also think that there's going to be an element of some unfinished business after what Mm. uh, happened last year up there because that was a game Purdue really gave away in the final minute.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I remember that game.
0: (laughs) All right, well, do we have any final thoughts before we finish this off tonight? Uh, Go with you first, Corey.
2: No, not in my book. Go Boilers. I had to see the way. (laughs) Coach Walker, Congratulations. (laughs)
1: Absolutely. How about you, Jace? No, nah, I'm good. I'm ready to go sleep. <laughs> you look like it. <laughs> it's been a long weekend.
0: Yeah, I was. I was talking with Jason. I'm like, all right, man. I'll get you a hotel booked and, uh, on the way back because there's no way you're driving back <laughs> after, yeah. after all that. So, uh, but yeah, it was good to see Purdue win, and we'll be back at it later this week to preview Syracuse. Uh, usually record that on Wednesday night And then uh, we do want to thank our sponsors Reindeer Shuttle as always We also want to thank Home Field Apparel uh, Go through the link on our page Get yourself some Peru gear Use code BOILERUPLOAD to get a discount And with that in mind We will be back later on this week So for Corey, for Jays, I am Travis Miller And Boiler Up
2: BTFU